Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Facts News Podcast. No opinions, no bias, no agenda. Today we discuss a few different things, but first and foremost, we discuss the devastating trespassing on the U.S. Capitol that occurred this week. Before we get to that, let's begin by talking about a few other things. Despite occurring over a week ago, I felt it important to note that the Senate voted overwhelmingly to override President Trump's veto of the National Defense Authorization Act. Trump vetoed this bill due to his concerns with the renaming military bases named after Confederate leaders as well as Section 230 in the Communications Decency Act that was not removed. On Tuesday of this week, Senate runoff elections in Georgia were held. All major news stations declared John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock the winners of Georgia's runoff elections. The vote percentage shifted rapidly with Purdue and Loeffler both holding leads of over 2% with over 90% of the vote in, according to numerous sources. Reports say the remaining vote was in areas that trend Democrat, a similar situation to what happened in the general election. Stimulus checks have also begun being deposited in many Americans' bank accounts over the last week. For those who need to check on the status of their check or ensure that you receive one provided you are eligible, go to your favorite search engine and type in IRS Get My Payment. Then click on the link that takes you to the IRS website. Then you'll click Get My Payment and enter in your information. During the time in which congressmen and congresswomen were set to finalize election results, a congregation began forming outside the Capitol. Some of these individuals then began to proceed over barricades and enter the Capitol. Some of these individuals, which were dwarfed by the number outside of the Capitol, then began taking items such as a podium, a laptop from Pelosi's office, and Representative Clyburn's iPad. During this capital infiltration, five people died. Three of these individuals were from separate medical emergencies, with one being known to be a heart attack. One, an Air Force veteran who participated in storming the Capitol, was shot in the neck and died. A Capitol police officer also died after getting bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher. He suffered injuries, was taken to the hospital, and died the next day. Trump tweeted during the Capitol event saying, quote, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. End quote. He then tweeted, quote, Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. End quote. Trump also posted a video stating, quote, You have to go home now. We have to have peace. End quote. After the events on Wednesday, some officials have decided to resign, including two members of Trump's cabinet. Those two cabinet members are Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao and Education Secretary Betsy DeVoe. Since the events, some have collaborated to storm the Capitol in the next two weeks, including some calling for it to occur during the inauguration. The inauguration is still set to take place in front of the Capitol building despite what occurred Wednesday 
and the future threats. Later in the week, Trump was banned permanently from social media, including his Twitter account, and all his tweets were deleted. Twitter reports that two tweets were the reason for him to be banned. The first tweet is, quote, The 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first, and make America great again, will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. End quote. His second tweet occurred shortly thereafter and stated, quote, To all of those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th. End quote. There have also been talks from politicians, including Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, to remove Trump from office using the 25th Amendment as well as to impeach and remove him from office prior to him leaving office. After Wednesday's events, politicians reconvened and certified Electoral College results, officially naming Biden president-elect. Several senators and over 120 congressmen and women objected to these certifications, citing unresolved fraud claims. Josh Hawley, a senator from Missouri who was one who objected to the certification of Biden as president, was set to publish a book through Simon & Schuster. But the publishers now refuse to publish his book because of what they dubbed the, quote, deadly insurrection, end quote, at the Capitol. After Trump was banned from Twitter, many of his supporters moved over to the Parler app that advertises itself as offering less censorship. Apple Store announced that unless more regulation occurs on the Parler app, they will ban the app from their App Store. Google Play Store has already removed Parler from the store, citing the same claims. Providing further escalation is Facebook's decision to delete the walkaway campaign from their platform, citing, quote, hateful, threatening, or obscene content, end quote. The walkaway campaign is a forum where people post testimonials of why they left the Democratic Party. In other news, it was announced that the Boston Marathon bomber has filed a lawsuit against the federal government for $250,000. The lawsuit alleges unprofessional and disturbing treatment by guards at the Colorado Supermax prison in which he resides. He attributes this treatment to his mental and physical decline. America's third round of small business pandemic aid money will be released on Monday, 1-11-2021 and will include, quote, robust safeguards, end quote. The money is expected to meet incoming demand and is not expected to run out. A petition to recall California Governor Gavin Newsom has now pulled in over 1 million signatures. An additional 500,000 signatures are needed to trigger a recall election, which would create the possibility of a new governor being selected, provided the majority of Californians vote to recall Newsom during the recall election. A U.S. judge blocked the Trump administration's asylum restrictions that were set to take effect Monday. The restrictions would have broadened the grounds for a judge to determine asylum applications as, quote, frivolous, end quote, and in effect prohibited them from winning protections.
In foreign news, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has announced that his country is developing a new weaponry which will include a nuclear-powered submarine, tactical nuclear weapons, and advanced warheads that are designed to penetrate missile defense systems. In a little mysterious news, a Boeing 737 passenger plane carrying 62 people disappeared from radars four minutes into its journey this week. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. I hope everyone has a great week. If you have any questions or comments, do not hesitate to send me an email at realfactsnews at outlook.com. Again, that's realfactsnews at outlook.com. Thanks, everyone.